Chris. I'm Gonzo, and you're listening to Maybe We're the Soul Podcast. fine monday evening look at us look at us potting uh within a month radius of the last pod uh, it's consistent as hell man like this is how you make this is how you build good <laughs> habits yeah right and we did pretty well last time though I, I thought we went right into it it was no uh no hesitance it was just all smooth just like back at it like we never left We're professionals man we can take yeah. a season off that's right. Come right back, take it straight to the championship. Like exactly that's kind of what we do at this point. Yeah. We went to oh, go play yeah. baseball for a bit, came back. Came back. Yeah. We switched up sports for a little bit, came right back, and here we are. It's a We're drink doing... bar we could have used for that, but I can't I can't think of it. You're like, I know it exists though. Yeah. What you sipping on, man? I I had something new, but the same. Um, so our friends at Martin House. Uh, friends of the pod martin house um i got their strawberry imperial salty lady have you tried that i have not i have not let's let's give it a try um i just opened it and i haven't haven't taken a sip yet so let's let's try it i'm excited about this yeah, it's not bad yeah it tastes like a strawberry salty lady strawberry uh strawberry when it hits hit your uh Hit your taste buds, and then you can definitely feel all the saltiness at the end. Um, not bad. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through the whole can, but it's really good. Yeah. Is it like how fruity is it up front, though? There's like there's this fine line between like something that has like a fruit flavor and like tastes. Yeah. Just like some sort of I don't know. It kind of tastes like like a Fanta or something. <laughs> yeah. It kind of yeah a little bit of Fanta. It kind of tastes like. Uh, you know, like a strawberry shortcake, um, or even like what's that? Like where they put like uh, whipped cream and strawberries on top of like a little cake. What's that called? Strawberry shortcake. Heaven? <laughs> I think um, it might be I, <laughs> strawberry shortcake. That the strawberry drizzle that they put on it. Um, mm, that's kind of what you syrup. get. Yeah, a little syrupy type type of taste. Uh, that's what you get at the beginning, and then it goes all salty lady after that. I'll I'll have to try it out just because I like I like getting it salty lady. Um, that whole line. I was at the grocery store yesterday, like looking at pickles, you know, just browsing the pickle aisle like I do. And they had um salty lady pickles, like best made uh, ha- has a like hamburger chip pickle now that's had brand- co-branded with Martin House and Salty Lady. We might have had those. I don't know. I'll have to ask Mandy. She's a big big pickle person, so um I like pickles. Same. Like I'm not, I'm not bashing pickles, but I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't eat them out of the jar like some people do. You don't go out of your way. Like, no, we don't. What, yeah. We can't keep them, man. We really? we go through some pickles. The full yeah. ones, like that you would get at like the convenience store, like the the best made dill ones, like those. Yeah, for sure. Like if we have a jar of those at the house, I'm always like grabbing grabbing those. But like get that. the the sliced ones or the spears or. Anything in their fridge, like I'm like, uh, it's not. Oh, see, I don't know about spears and stuff like that. 
Like that's a little like what yeah. are we? What are we doing yeah. here? I'll bread do a little mini ones though with a sandwich. Bread and butter is trash. Yeah. I don't, I was, do you, okay. do you no. like bread and butter? No, I don't. I agree with you on okay. that. Okay. I was gonna cancel the whole pod. <laughs> like bread like I don't trust people who like bread and butter pickles, man. I don't even I don't know what Yeah. I don't know. I have no words. It's not it's like, not what it's, you want in a pickle. No, it's super gross. It's like, what is this? Are you is it sweet or is it not? Like I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I don't I don't mess with that shit. Wait, so man. do you I'll like see. the little you said right before I interrupted you, uh the little ones? Do you like gherkins? Are those Yeah, I do now. I see I didn't always, man. I think maybe it's just like old age thing I'm going through. Cause that feels yeah. like an old man pickle. Right? I feel like only people over fifty know what a gherkin is, actually. Like yeah, most people would just be like, Oh, those are small pickles. Yeah, it's like that's a little baby pickle. It's like no, no son, that's a gherkin, and um, yeah, I've been living that gherkin life, man. Like it's it's only been a few days since I've had one, and I, I used to think that they were weird, but now, no, it's pretty satisfying. What about olives, though? Do you eat olives? I hate olives. Hate I olives. figured you were gonna say that, but even black olives too. I hate every type type of olive. I've never had an olive I've liked. That makes me sad. Hate man. Popeye's olive. Hate Olivia Newton-John <laughs> for the simple <laughs> fact her name starts with all of them. But, uh, yeah. I'm done nah, with all of them. All of them. <laughs> nice. It's a rapper in you. All of them. Um, That's right. Yeah. I no olives. No olives for me, man. I guess I won't judge you for it, but I like them. What's the weirdest like thing them. you add pickle to? Like, do you, like, some people add pickle to, like, their tuna or, like, uh they'll just add it to just you random don't? stuff. No, I no. You don't have pickles and tuna? Well, I don't really eat tuna that much, but if I did, I wouldn't put pickles it's, in it either. It's definitely gonna be sans pickle. Yeah. Like you said that, like it's a I, I didn't know that they had tuna without pickles in it. Uh, like that, I thought that that was a key ingredient. I think that's more of just like the the eyes, like I can't visualize putting that in my mouth like it looks so gross altogether like he got tuna which looks like you know dog food or whatever already to begin with and then you throw like little mini like green uh highlighter types of things (laughs) it's a dash of color so you're not messing with any pimento loaf anytime soon then no 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 you know it's not that bad i don't buy probably i don't go out of my way for it but i mean but it's you know or olive loaf and all that type of stuff yeah. I don't know, man. I have theories about how your taste buds evolve, like at a over time or something. Because it's That's like a thing. It's a thing. The, it has to be right. Like with the, I remember the first beer I ever had. Um, I don't know. I was probably like sixth grade or seventh grade, and I stole a Budweiser from my grandpa, and it was just like death. Like yeah. it was. There's no way that I could ever stomach this. And then it's like, and now that's watery to me. And then I remember the first time I had like a dark beer. I had a, a fat tire. Yeah. Um, whenever I was like 17 ish, 18 ish. And, um, and I was like, this tastes like tires just melted down. And now that's not that heavy to me either. Cause it's nothing compared to like a Imperial stout or something. You know yeah. What I, mean? I remember like when I was younger, probably nine, 10, I didn't like cheese. Like, so like, I didn't like pizza because I had cheese all over it. I didn't like cheese on my hamburger. You didn't like pizza though? I thought even if you hated cheese, that pizza would still get the pass because it's pizza. Ninja Turtles, there's a lot well, going for it. I'll, this is like a, a twofold thing that happened to me. So what oh, I really shit. didn't like is 
and I still do not like to this day is onions. So hate onions. Um, and I remember distinctly around that age having a pizza just drenched with onions. And I think that's what I associated with cheese was like, oh man, this is so awful, but it was really the onions. Uh, because I've grown to just love the cheese. Supreme gone wrong. Yeah. Just yeah, for supreme sure. Pizza. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was just scarred from a from a youngin on the whole cheese onions, but I love cheese now. Like throw me any cheese, I'll I'll eat it. But um Okay, no you know onions. what's weird about me though? I don't order like if I go to like Sonic or something and just like a regular place, I don't order my burger with cheese. Why not? I'm just you just like, prefer it? I'm not it? shaming you. You just prefer it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't add anything. Like, it, what it doesn't about like a pepper anything. jack cheese? That's different. See, that's special. Yeah. Like, if it's like a, a pepper jack or if it's like a mushroom Swiss. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that. But if it's just like regular yellow craft singles or whatever they use on, yeah. on the burger, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go with no cheese, man. Hey, it saves you. you know. what, what's cheese going for now? $3? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) between three and nine dollars for that. So yeah, like I, so I'm like I might as well save the fifty cents, the dollar, and the calories, I guess. Yeah, and like, and then I'll just make those calories up because now extra patty. The other Uh, day I had a triple burger from Brahms. Yeah, bacon. See, look, there's a lot of different ways that you can go with it. You know what I mean? Jalapenos if they have them. Doesn't matter if they don't because they're gonna have bacon at least. So. I don't know. I think I got it figured out pretty well. <laughs> I like it. I like this. I like this type of uh of banter back and forth, even though we're mostly agreeing. But uh, yeah, I don't even know where we're at. Where are you? What are you drinking? We haven't even got to what you're drinking. So okay, so I drink. What did I drink last week? It was Miller Lite. I decided to go cheaper and even more just country boy. You may not have ever even seen one of these in real life. I'm drinking a Bush Light. It's a yellow holding can. the can up is it you yellow? know why look it looks like a corn on the cob uh, it's a special so okay so bush light obviously it has a special red state edition <laughs> it's a special red state edition because it looks like corn um and uh it looks like a corn on the cob so obviously that's going to get my attention a can yeah. that looks like corn i'm in i don't even care what's in it what really got my attention is it was $9.99 for 18 of these. <laughs> so, and it says that it supports farmers. I don't know if it does or not. I, I guess that's where the corn theme is coming from. Okay. I consider myself a farmer now. I have two chickens. I'm kind of a farmer. I'm not getting any tax breaks or any of the proceeds from the bush light, but 18 beers for $10, it kind of doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. How, how, how does it taste though? Like any other domestic, yeah. any other ten dollar beer for eighteen. Yeah, any other just like shitty American domestic beer. So I mean, and it's light, so it's a good, it's a cookout beer. Yeah, like you don't get this because it's like you're you're not doing a, a tasting with it. You're gonna knock four or five of them out, like while you're mowing or something, which is what I, I did. I like it because of the the like slight flex you have go into the register and the guy's like, man, Bush light. This is what people drink now. Like maybe you like started a trend. Like the guy at the cashier is like, Oh, maybe I'll try some Bush light tonight. And you just like start off the, the corn Bush light. Farm. I'll just wink at him. Be like, it's sport. Then I put a <laughs> cowboy hat on out of nowhere. Like that's what I should do. Like uh, whatever hipster brought PBR back to life 
you know, yeah. 15 years ago, whenever that was, it's like, that guy's a legend wherever he's at. Like, he doesn't have to pay for a PBR wherever he goes, I'm guessing. I'm sure That's, that they just hand him out to him. It's funny you say that. I haven't seen a PBR in a long time. <laughs> it kind of fell off as the hipster beer. What's yeah. the hipster beer now? They just drink IPAs? Yeah, I think you have just like your crazy. I honestly, I think the hipster beer is seltzer. Um, like I see just tons of people with seltzers, like every like yeah. white clouds, like all the there's like a million of them too. So it's kind of, yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. I was gonna say Lone Star, but that could just be like location, like because I'm in Austin and it's just everywhere. Like that's the domestic here is like Lone Star is everywhere, but and it's not that bad either. I actually oh, kind of like, like Lone, Lone Star. Star. Don't yeah, start with the especially line. on tap, which you never like. You don't. I mean, I don't see it on tap that often. Yeah. I'm sure you do, but um, it's pretty good on tap too. But so, yeah. do you? So, do you like PBR? Yeah, I don't have a problem. As with cheap it. as it is, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's cheap and it tastes cheap like it's supposed to. Yingling is everywhere now. Yeah, that, Did that could make be its it. way over there for the domestic. Like yeah. that's yeah, they used to only be like Midwest or kind of northeastern yeah north because they're out of pa yeah hershey's hershey pennsylvania is that why they did the hershey's collab yeah so, something like that it's something. if it's not in hershey it's like right by there yeah um my, my boss is outside of philadelphia and he's um he told me about gangling like 10 years ago not 10 years ago i haven't been there that long but that'd be the new PPR. years ago that's the new pbr I, I think i think so and it's pretty good and you see people kind of carrying it but now i'm bringing it back to bush man Bush feels like I go to a tractor pool, you know what I mean? I have some some sort of clothing with John Deere on it. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Ironically, unironically, like you actually need it for like your work in the in the backyard with your chicken and duck, and but you're like, you know, it, you know, it has to have the logo on it. That is the weird thing, man. Like that's why that's why I can't wear monarchs because it's like. right on that fine line where it's like it's no longer irony you just like the support and the extra wide sizing that it comes in it's like because it's like this is perfect for standing in front of a grill so um it's so funny to see monarchs out in the wild like for people who don't like know the the hypeness of what it what it came to like the past few years or whatever and they're just like enjoying them just like regular shoes it's like man you look pretty comfortable in those things like (laughs) you look like you're supporting man with their regular Levi's jean shorts and yeah. uh, like a, a team real tree camo t-shirt or something, probably have an 18 pack of bush light or at least the cans in yeah. the bed of the truck, just the empty cans themselves. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to lean into that all the way. It's a Magellan. And, uh, I think that's what it's yeah, like. Just Magellan. Magellan. Magellan everything. Yeah. The sticker on the back of the windshield and like the salt light sticker. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this new phase of my life, man. That, that Bushlight um, ushered in for me for ten dollars. Yeah, like I'm still really excited about that. It's a pretty good deal. Pretty it's good, a good deal. deal, man. I'm all about the fact that I'm in it for the deal and not for the flavor or for the quality. <laughs> that just shows that shows where I'm at in life, man. I might just go mow again right now. But I like um, it. I like it. Well, yeah. Speaking of threads, um, this. <laughs> There was threads in there somewhere with the the clothing talk. Uh, yeah, man, I, I I know you're on it. Uh, that seems to be the new the new hip thing to do. Um, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's been a week, and I'm already like seeing people kind of fall off on it, like like it's done. But um, 
what was your uh, experience on in the threads in the in the weave do you like so, it so yeah i do but still so it's kind of weird so like i signed up on the first day um which like you said it's only been like a week but like on that I was later in the evening on that first day, and my number is like ten oh, yeah. million. What you yeah, you did ten million. It's ten million something. I got under. I got five hundred and twenty-two thousand, which is pretty low. Did I think. you? That is pretty low. I was I was pretty early on it though. Like I, I stopped work for like five hours just to get on it. Uh, just to <laughs> just go ahead and hop on there. Just, Dude, and work, I saw work, it, but got off work. You know what's if i would have known that it was going to give you a number i definitely would have been on there a lot sooner and not ignored it because like i knew i was going to do it and i kept seeing the notifications because just like hey like instagram kept pushing out the the notifications but i was like ah, yeah. i'm working i'll get to it later but so i'm envious of your number i hope yeah. you got the screenshots just in case that goes away uh, i should screen screen it i was actually gonna try to tattoo it like on the bottom of my foot or something uh that'd so, be good so they know they know my number whenever it comes down to giving all this damn information to to Zuck. Uh, once I was going to say that number is probably going to be used for for banking purposes, and that's going to represent your new social security number. I'm sure at one point whenever he takes over the country, so he'll be ahead of the game. Sounds kind of scary because it sounds like it could happen, uh, uh, honestly. Yeah. But <laughs> like, I was like, this will be a funny joke, and halfway through it, I was like, oh god, this is what he's doing, isn't he? <laughs> this, is, this is exactly what he's doing. No, uh, yeah, so I was pretty early on it, man. Uh, I didn't, I haven't I have yet to post anything, uh, but I've been observing because I'm still unsure if I like it or not. Um, the biggest mm -hmm. thing with like a, a Twitter type of rival, um, is like I only use Twitter for one thing it's sports, it's watching live sports with other people, like we're all in the same room. And honestly, the way I saw it like roll out, I don't know if it's gonna work that way. Like, I don't know if it's going to be able to, I mean, I'm sure they could throw in some sort of like feed or algorithm or they could fix the timing on some things, but it's, yeah. it's what's given me a little hesitance on like watching live things and doing, you know, you don't want to shit on somebody live. You don't want to do it, you know, two days and three days and four days ago um, when it comes to post. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see how yeah. it goes. The whole not searching, like, cause I use Twitter again for searching just like relevant topics, like, you know, current headlines or something like that. And they don't have that yeah. feature either. So, um, so there's a, these are a few things that I missed from the, from the Twitter, but um, it's still cool. Like I like the positivity of everything and how everybody's just kind of using it as a clean slate and still getting jokes off, you know? Yeah, it is a lot of jokes. Cause it's, I think everyone's kind of like tired of every other kind of social media right now. Yeah. Cause it's like, even, even Instagram itself, it's like, now it's like, okay, do I post this to stories or is this, you know, is this good enough for grids or should I just do reels so more people can see it? And it's like, there's so much thought that has to go into it. So the fact that it doesn't have hashtags um, is beneficial in that mm -hmm. regard because it's like it's less thought. It's like, no, I'm just putting it out there and it's just going to exist and people care or they won't. Who knows? But it like it kind of doesn't matter. But then um, at the same time, it's like there's not a central hub for anything. So it's just very, yeah. very random. And a lot of people were just kind of like, what now? Which was kind of funny. How many people were just like, what do we do now? And it, um, it's also one of those things like it started off like pretty cool. Like everybody was, you know, making their jokes and doing funny stuff. But then you get all what comes with everything. It's just 
the trolls and the bots and the and the traps and all that. So um, it's it's been better. A lot of that. I was gonna say it's been better than most on taking that off uh, because I haven't seen that much of it. I've seen a little bit, but like not to the extent of any of the other um, social medias. So so yeah, I mean. We'll see how it goes. Like we're a weekend. Let's see see what else the next update, what it brings, what my number means. Um, yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Especially for there to be like over a hundred million is yeah. What I saw earlier today, which is crazy. That's insane because I don't even think it's available in Europe yet. That's wild. And I, it's that's so so crazy. But yeah, I was just looking back at it again too, and I, like I'm still not seeing. I'm not really getting any bots or like I'm not no. really getting a lot of bullshit spammy type stuff quite yet. I'm I'm not following a ton of people. Like I mean I've I followed some additional people. Like did you notice that you can't see it, if you go to somebody's like profile, you can't see who they're following? Yeah. So like I've been considering I'm like especially cuz look, you know, my whole thing is kind of based around like my music page and stuff. I'm like do I start just adding a bunch of people? True. You know what I mean? Not to spam it too much, but it's like sometimes people will add you back if you do that. But um, it's kind of weird. It's like I don't really know how to grow on there. Yeah. Um, either because it's like I've been posting stuff and replying to stuff, and every once in a while I'll get an ad just because I randomly reply to something that I do like. So it's like seeing like you. I mean, not I mean you as an example. If you were to reply to just some friend that you have that's over there. Yeah. that I'm not even familiar with. And then I just jump into the conversation because that's, that's the whole point. It almost feels a little bit weird because it's like you're jutting into the conversation. Like I know that that's what Twitter is, but Twitter has been kind of its own. It's been yeah. in its own bubble for so long in terms of like the public interaction that it feels almost a little unusual to do it on here until you start just doing it regularly. And then it kind of does that. Cause I'd seen like some people just not, they're doing the same thing where they're only interacting with their people yeah and not really stepping outside of that and it's like well it's funner if you just kind of throw it out there but i'm just trying to like one-up people on jokes right now this is all i'm really doing it'll be it'll be interesting to see how kind of like they try to monetize it uh for creators and influencers and like because i've seen a lot of the stuff on threads on instagram like it'll literally be like oh on instagram switch to threads oh i'm seeing the kind of the same thing um so and it's honestly from like, like different that. pages too. Like I think some people are just like copy pasting, um, trying to get it on one or the other, like when it comes to information. Um, but we'll see. I'm not I'm not really bashing it too much other than like just kind of hesitant on buying in on the whole. You don't really yeah. know. Is it really going to be this next thing? Like it seemed cool whenever it's like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're the early adopters sort yeah. of thing, even though there was already like millions of people. But um, I don't like the repo because I was already thinking that like if I follow like a complex or hype beast and those types of places that I always love their Instagram content, there's a reason why I follow them. But it's like I don't like seeing that again. Yeah, I almost kind of want to not follow any like kind of pages like that. Maybe just like actual humans yeah, and like not celebrities, because if I'm already following them, I'll follow them on Instagram. So uh Maybe I'll just go with like just real people. It's a little 50 50 though with a celebrity thing, especially if they're not too terribly right, big. Because yeah. it's like then you can interact with them a bit more, which is kind of cool. Which like I've already done where I'm just jumping into conversations of whatever and then they're kind of replying or what and, and stuff. And I don't know if you noticed that, or you may not have noticed it just because you're not posting yet. But 
um, whenever you go into like your like the the tab that shows like your likes and oh, yeah, replies like and stuff. Thing. Yeah, there's a dedicated section and it's like and it shows your interactions there, whether it's likes from verified accounts and stuff like that. Which obviously there's gonna be a lot of verified accounts that just paid for it and it just is what it is. But um it's kind of cool if you are interacting with celebs and and that sort of thing, because that's kind of that that's one of the fun things about social media is it just kind of closes the gap. Sure. And um whenever it, it it works out that way but um i don't know i do like how simple yeah, it is i like though. the look of it like the simpleness of it um simplicity yeah we'll see yeah we'll see maybe it'll kind of return to what social media kind of used to feel like a long time ago because now everything feels so commercialized yeah. because it's like everyone's trying to promote something it's like you don't really no i was gonna say you don't really come across anybody that's just like posting to post stuff anymore it feels like it it you know what i mean not on a public account it just everything goes right back to this is what i'm selling you and everything gets sponsored and this is and that and it kind of it turns into a different thing it's like a different version of tv just like super short form ads ads by you type of thing um yeah a couple of things i i want them to do and i think everybody would be on board it's just like either bring back like a top friends or make like a, a song pop up when you hit your profile page. I think, I think people would love that. Like that kind of a nostalgia thing. Like it should just be like something you should just do. Everybody would eat it up. Yeah. I think, I, I think that that'd be awesome just to be able to inject a little bit into it. Cause then you're a bit more motivated to look at a person's actual exactly. profile, especially as a random person that you don't actually know. So if you got to put your own background, I mean, basically just knock off MySpace in its yeah. entirety. Like, have the song, have the background. Like, they don't have to go too in-depth with, like, the photos and all that types of stuff because it's kind of nice not having that. It's like there's already all these other spaces for that if you're trying to look at somebody's photos. But to have some sort of unique profile thing where you get – they can put limits to it. It doesn't have to go on yeah. forever. But if you want to have a quote or you want to have this and that, like, I don't know. I think that that would be fire. We'll see. We'll see what Zuck has uh... – in his in his sleeve uh because i mean i'm actually kind of scared about it but we'll see how, how it goes like what other thing could he do <laughs> i'm too excited for it to to notice what whatever sinister actions going on behind the scenes yeah but i don't know how do you feel i did want to talk to you about this in terms of the whole like um zuck uh elon yeah. thing that's going on like i feel like this really helped zuck for some reason, I don't know why, because people had been kind of like hating on him for years yeah. now. Like he's this e- evil robot, but all of a sudden, I feel like there's a, a shift in the yeah. whole kind of attitude towards him. Like, like he's cool again. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. And then the whole him, the fighting yeah. thing. Like, I just want to get your take on on all that so, stuff. I mean, I, I legit thought, like, just seeing some of the stuff that was getting reposted that it was like gonna happen and then like it almost felt like it took a step back when this dropped because of i don't know it would be just like it there's no way it could happen right like there's no way it could possibly happen but then also who knows with these two like if it's if there's i mean they don't really need money but like if there's some sort of like clout involved of like <laughs> one cannibalizing tension, tension, man. Yeah. They both own the biggest social media platforms in the world. It's like they they love attention and like that's the new currency. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's so like that that's huge if they got to just 
put the one up on on the and other obviously person. if one beats the other they get the other one's company like that has to be in the in the bet i think so and their wife i think you get their spouse too as part yeah. of the thing i think you get to you conquer them you put a flag up at their uh headquarters for their offices yeah. um it sounds like a, yeah and you can stream it on all the platforms it sounds like something off of like futurama like it sounds like one of their like jokes they jab at like just you know olden times when they're in the future and it's just like oh this is funny but almost seems like it's been on like the simpsons or futurama before it has to right it's like like on some sort of dystopian comedic future thing where it's just like the ceos of companies fighting each other it's just funny and like the whole thing is just entertaining and it's weird how it made zuck likable like elon I used to be like a kind of an Elon guy, you know what I mean? Like the first time he went on Rogan and stuff. And I'm like, you know, he's a different kind of dude. I mean, he's brilliant at some level. I don't know what levels exactly, but I mean, that's clear. And um, there were a lot of things that were likable, like his awkwardness was likable. And then like once he took over Twitter and like, I feel like he's, I don't care about politics, but I feel like he's really like playing the politics just for his own gain where it's just like, Oh yeah. If I attack one side, then these people on this other side are going to like me more. And then like, that's just corny to me. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're that thing, you can be whatever thing you want to be. I don't care, but it's to me, it's corny to just to do that just for popularity's sake where it's like, Oh yeah, over here, we're this, this and that. And so like, I want him to get beat up. Basically (laughs) that's, that was the scenic route to me wanting him to get beat up i really want it to happen and i want him to to choke him out or something (laughs) because i don't like elon anymore for a few different reasons but i don't know i'll thread all about it man so i've been wanting to talk to you about hip-hop's downfall (laughs) So um, I think it was complex. We'd put it out like uh, two weeks ago or so. There hadn't been a single number one um, hip hop album that had been yeah. released this year, according to Billboard. And we finally have our first one. And that's um, Uzi's Pink Tape, which I happened to listen to whenever it dropped. Like that night, I was just up and started digging through it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I tried. and I know that you... Yeah, you probably did your best. Um, well, first impressions. <laughs> My first impression was the uh, whatever page putting up the the Outcast Stankonia and up against the the pink the pink tape album cover and being like, which one you choose? And I'm like, what what are we doing here? Like this somebody just, did that. Somebody I automatically hate the album because of this person. Like. It's just something like the internet does that just makes you hate someone without even knowing. Um, yeah, yeah. And for just no because reason. there's a flag on it, is that what the <laughs> yeah, comparison is? That was a whole thing. Like, who did it better, basically? Uh, and I was like, uh, I just hate everything about this, and yeah. you want to hate it even more, just push play, um, which I did. And <laughs> you know, it's just not a hip hop. It's not a rap album. That's that's basically the biggest beef i have with it it's just it's not it's just not a a rap album yeah so and i I was commenting on various 
pages whenever they kept saying it was the first yeah. number one hip hop album of of the the year, and it's really really not. And it's it and it's not even like on some old head shit. Like it's just really not. Yeah. Um. Not that. Like the one song that I knew prior to it coming out is the Wanna Rock or whatever it's called, and um, which I didn't like. And it has that weird kind of type beat to it that just like I was never really I was never feeling that to begin with. But um, yeah, this album was all over the place, though. It's it long as hell. Long uh, all over the place. Lots of like skitsy type of um, randomness thrown into um, what, yeah. do you call, what do you call songs. Uh, and honestly, it's, it's not like some of it's not bad. I honestly hate everything that uzi whenever uzi's like just rap sings whatever he's doing i think he kind of ruined some songs by just being on it like i think if it was just yeah, like he's that. like the worst thing about it yeah, yeah. he's just like yeah. little yachty was with the yachty album that came out earlier this yeah. year it's like yachty was the worst thing on the album on his own album and so was uzi i don't like his voice i don't like his cadence i don't like anything about him he has one song that i've ever liked which was exo tour life yeah and which that song it grew on me and i actually love that song i was now. gonna say it grew it's on old. me i don't think i liked it at first but it grew on me and i do yeah it is what it is it's all and i've listened to i've listened to a lot of his stuff i've cycled through a lot of it and just to try to really to try to understand it it's like a, a temperature check for how old am i yeah because i just simply do not get it like you told me to listen to a couple of them that had like a more of like a more rock forward type of metal forward type thing. And there was the one with bring the horizon and the other one with baby metal and the same thing. I like, I actually liked those until Uzi came in. Like I thought they were just yes. good, good metal songs. And I was like, these are pretty good metal songs. And then Uzi comes in with his voice and I'm like, Oh, well you shouldn't have had him on it. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it would have been just it. fine. So, okay. So the bring me the horizon song, I've already liked them. They've been around for, for some time and they had a song where he was featured on it before. I never listened to it cause he was featured on it, <laughs> but um, they, like they've worked together before. So it's not, it wasn't just completely at random. Um, he's on it less than he is the other song. So he ruins it less. So to me, that's the best song on the album, which is funny that the number one, the first number one hip hop album of the entire year the best song on it is a metal song because it, yeah. it it doesn't even it doesn't sound anything it doesn't sound like anything like that it just sounds like a bring me the horizon song yeah. like post hardcore metal like it's it's right in vain with what they do really good hook on it too like um yeah yeah i'm surprised that you said that, that, that you actually were digging it because i know that you don't like the screaming this much but it's they used it right in this song yeah they did and i liked the instruments uh just going into into it um and it was kind of just nice and like refreshing to after hearing another Uzi song to just be like, okay, this is, this is an okay music, I guess. And like, I don't know, I should listen to more of the album before I completely shit all over it. But um, I just knew once I, when I pushed play and got 30 seconds in, I was like, oh, is this, this is what it's going to be. I don't want to really listen to more of it. And then I skipped ahead and it was more of that. And then I skipped another one. It was more of that. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm I'm done here. <laughs> I don't want to do anything anymore. Like, just don't want to try it. Yeah. Like I said, I listened to the album, but I, I didn't finish hardly any of the songs, like very few of them that I get all the way to the very end. Cause I just kind of couldn't, um, other than like that song, which I've added it to a running playlist and everything. Cause I really like that song werewolf. 
Um, so then the other metal metal song is called The End, which is the final track that's not one of the bonus tracks. And that's featuring Baby Metal. And it's like, I don't know, like being on some sort of uppers of some kind. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you ever heard Baby Metal before? I've seen the name. I don't think I've ever like pushed play or anything like that. But I've definitely seen the name. Yeah, because it's kind of gone around because it's like there's a novelty aspect to them, but they're not a novelty act. So like they've been around a, a good like eight, nine, maybe 10 years. And they're it's like Japanese young Japanese girls, which whenever they first started, they were like 10, 12 and 15 or something crazy like that. They're super young. So now they're like in their early 20s, but they're still really young, obviously. Um, but they do. It's called Kawaii Metal. Kawaii is like the whole kind of like anime, yeah, cutesy vibe or whatever. It's you know distinctly Japanese kind of imagery. So they combine like like a J-pop sound with the metal stuff, and like the metal is like really good and it's really really heavy, like extremely heavy. So on this song, you hear that, like you hear them singing like super up tempo, you know, kind of J-pop techno pop type stuff. Then it goes into some like metal parts. And then Uzi comes in and just kind of makes his noises, whatever he does. Yeah. Which, like, they're harder to to, to like because they're they're very erratic. I mean, that's just kind of like their whole thing. But I, I still do like the song, despite yeah. Uzi. The song was bad. The song wasn't that bad. Maybe, like, some of the other ones I'll get into, like, just the actual music of it, besides Uzi being on it. Because um, I, like, I can kind of see what he was trying to do, but it doesn't come off as genuine to me as like, it feels like a lot of shyness yeah. and a lot of like buying into his, his character and persona that he kind of gives off. I just, I don't believe him. That's all. I, I don't believe him. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. So, cause it's like, I mean, he's working. Those are pretty good. Those are distinctive artists to work with to, you know, the bands that they were, that he worked with. So it's like, yeah, I can appreciate that. But it, like, I can't tell if he actually listens to that when they're not around or not. And yeah. the fact that I doubt it makes it not sincere and it makes me not like it. And you know what I mean? It's not like this overly thought out thing. It's just kind of like the vibe that I get, like you were saying, it just makes me not like it. Now, the crime against humanity, in my opinion, his song CS, where he just covers Chop Suey from System yeah. of a Down. It's bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's like almost comical. And it it's is. on a, a number one album. And it's like, he doesn't change the lyrics or anything. He doesn't even do like any sort of like, like a bad karaoke like type of it. like it was. Yeah. Like you said, intentionally bad. That's what it sounded like. And he was going for it. Like, how can I make this the worst cover of all time? Yeah, it really was that it's so trash. It's so awful. Yeah. And I hate him for it. And I think that, I, I think that he should lose his citizenship. I agree. I, know I can't he's believe from here, they, but I think they must have. He must have paid Serge a, a lot of money uh, to be able to do that. Um, just don't see him signing off on that uh, after he, like listening to it. <laughs> must yeah, have been unless pre, they're just pre thing, you know. Had to be, and it's funny because like System of a Down, um, they've done the whole rap rock crossover stuff for years. I don't know if you remember the old like Take a Bite Out of Rhyme where yeah. it was like metal acts doing things like they had a song well they did you might remember this they covered shame on a n-word from wu-tang clan and it was okay. system of a down fully <laughs> covering that song and it's 
fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it even has the RZA on it, which is just wild. But it was on like a compilation where they were just, it was like rock metal groups of that yeah. sort of era covering like rap songs. And can we take a pause Wu-Tang. on the, on the take a bite out of rhyme? Did it have McGruff like on the cover? With like a, like a grill and like chains. Of course it did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course gotta, it did. I gotta look this up. It one thousand percent did. We need to Photoshop Photoshop ourselves into that image because yeah. um, it it absolutely had that, and um, yeah, and it was awesome. So if you want to hear a good so cover good. of a of a rapper, do it. You just looked it up. Yeah, I looked it up. Um, it's so good. It's exactly, it's exactly what, what you wanted. Yeah. Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> All right. Don't worry, kids. I'll, I'll Photoshop us in there next to him. I love it. Um, so if you want to hear a good cover of a rapper doing a rock song, um, uh, Denzel Curry covering um Bulls on Parade yeah. from Rage, it yeah, he absolutely bodies it. Like whenever I first saw that, and I like Denzel Curry, but I mean it's already a couple years old, but I remember whenever it first came up in like the YouTube feed, I was like that's ballsy. Like you can't mess yeah. with rage completely kills it. And then adds his own verse during like the, where the solo would be. And it was dope. And it's like, you can tell he listens to that music. You know what I mean? I believe it. Yep. And it ends up being good. This Uzi shit. Like, I don't know. It really is kind of, it sounds dramatic and I'm being halfway joking, but I'm halfway serious that it's like the decline of rap music. Yeah. Like this is where, this is where it stops. Like this is that point if this is the only number one album that came out, like it's kind of done. Yeah. And like to the next point, like the, the album that's going to that be the next number one is going to be Travis's album here pretty soon. Utopia. And like, mm. I don't have high hopes for that album at all. Like, I know I, I, I like some of Travis's music. I, I think he does some, he has, you know, a few good tracks. Uh, I really liked um, the last one he did the drake song was really big uh and he's had some other ones uh rodeo and here and there he's just had a few a few good ones um but i don't know with this rollout that he's doing i know he's trying to kind of come back from the backlash of what happened in that concert uh yeah so we'll see how that that goes but um like if he's going to be the one to kind of dethrone uh uzi from his rap rap god personas like oh man like we're relying on Travis to come save rap. Like, like, yeah, it's like, that's not like, that's, you know what I mean? That's not like most deaf or Andre 3000 or somebody coming out of retirement to drop something or I don't know. We'll see. Like, like this, this whole utopia rollout too is like just weird. Like he's performing in the pyramids in Egypt he has five different album covers. It's a little Taylor Swiftish type of money grab that he's trying to pull and uh, good memes. Yeah, I could appreciate the memes coming from it. Yeah. No, but it, it is that's a good comparison. It is a little bit Taylor Swiftish, where it's like we have to make a spectacle around it because it's like yeah. the music. I feel like the music kind of can't stand on its own. Like I don't dislike Travis, but um, I never understood why he's as big as he is. Like how big he got, yeah. I don't know. I want it to fade. I'm I'm really waiting for hip hop's downfall so that the good stuff is what comes back up. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
like we talked about it last week, like we played the the Mexican OT song and it was like, there was no auto tune in this song. Like that feels foreign at this part, at this point, you know what I mean? It's like, it is actual rap. And then like, you know, th- they still have it. Um, I mean, it still exists. Like some, a lot of New York rappers and stuff are a little bit older, but you yeah. know, trying I don't know, to, man. I don't, I don't think we're going to get our hero. Um, I don't think to come save us unless it's, it's Travis. He's, had the costume the whole time and he's about to bust it out in the pyramids of Egypt. If there ends up being a deal on nuggets though, I guess I'll be cool with it, man. You're, you're, you're in a mix. It's about to go down. About to go down. I know you're going to dig this. Man, I'm glad that we're recording already. Because I've had some freshness to share with you. Like, I've been coming across all this music, and I'm just like, oh, shit, I got to send it to you. No, got to save it for the pod. So we're going to have to bang out a bunch of episodes back to back just so I can show you all this music that I've been coming across. I'm with it, man. I, I, I've been honestly slacking, um, venturing out into the musics. Um, so I, I'll take all that you have. Um, pause. Uh, so, yeah. What you got? <laughs> so we'll start out. So this one, I came across him on a reel that um, was just super badass that I'll have to send you. And I had it. I tapped on the share and I was going to do that. But then I was like, wait a minute. Save that. Let me check out the music. Because a lot of times it's like I'll hear music on a reel. And you know how that, that can be in social media. You'll come across an artist. You're like, this is really dope. And you listen to their original music. And it's just it's kind of like, I don't know. You know, it's like. You're talented, but maybe you're not quite there yet. With yeah, because all you the... need is 10 seconds to grab. And then it's like, wait, what happens after the 10 seconds? Like, yeah. That's exactly right. Not everybody capitalizes. This gentleman does. And um, his name is Ruben James. The song we're going to listen to is Means the World. The entire album, though, is fire. I went through the entire album, um, not expecting that to happen. Um We'll get into who he is after the fact because there's a little bit of info about him. But again, this song is means the world, and I'm I'm anticipating you're going to give me a thumbs up within the first three seconds, maybe two point five. I mean, honestly, I can give you the thumbs up right now. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) album's called Champagne Kisses, which is perfect. Um, Fire. The album cover, he very throwback. He's just sitting at a feast with a pineapple and looks, you know, to the nines, has a cool hat on, cool shades, looks like he's in some, some sort of club, um, has a little Anderson Pack type of vibe to him um, when it comes yeah, to the I outfit. The same thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking and I put on the track, um, haven't pushed played yet, but I see cartoons is all over this and I fucks with some cartoons. So if it's anything like that, then I'm already, like you already got the thumbs up, like less before three seconds. Less than three seconds prior to even hitting play. Exactly. So um, let's push play because I'm pretty excited now. Let's go. Ruben James means the world. Sugar, my honeybee. I love the way you watch me. You made it so damn clear to see. I love every little thing you do. And it means the world to me. Every little thing you do. The 
Reuben James, bro. Good stuff, man. Great stuff, honestly. I can't wait to listen to this album. Um, like I said, it has cartoons on it. Cartoons. It's kind of a big producer. Just kind of instrumental, like just smooth type of vibes, like like all all over this song. Uh, has like some pack influence. Has like soul and um, even like '90s R&B. Uh, just smooth, man. Real smooth. So good. The whole album is that is that good too. So, um, so evidently, so I had to obviously I had a deep dive. So he plays piano and keyboards for Sam Smith. Oh. So evidently, like if you search him, that's like a common thing that people would search. Like, who's this guy playing the piano? So that, that's him on the keys. Cool. So the way that I came across it, I was going through. And the reason why I wanted to holler at you, which you're going to be able to experience on other parts of this album, we had just talked about last week. Um, you were like, yeah, playing like a talk box, like old school Zap and Roger. Well, I'm going through reels and then I come across this dude playing, using the talk box on the keyboard. And that's Mr. Ruben James. And it's just killing it, just killing it. And um, it's one of the songs on the album. And um, I saw that and I was like, I was going to, that's when I was going to send it to you. I was like, oh yeah, he's going to appreciate this. Who doesn't love a good talk box? But um, yeah, the whole album is so good and it's all within that same vein, but it, it's none of it's repetitive though. So it's every song still is pretty distinctive. And um, yeah, the album is just fire, man. And it just came out like two weeks ago. Definition of smooth like when people say like, oh, I really like jazzy type of smooth R&B. This is exactly what they're talking about. Like this is yeah. like in a lounge somewhere. Like uh, you only sip cocktails whenever you listen to this. Um, it's like only smoky and poorly yeah. lit sort of vibe. Yeah, cigarettes it reminded me in the of, air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It, it reminded me of like some D'Angelo. Yeah. Um, Especially in that second verse, whoever's singing there. I don't even know who it is. It sounds yeah, like there's D'Angelo's a lot of people. Voice. A lot of people on this, like uh, like Braxton yeah. Cook, um, and then like I mentioned, cartoons, and then someone named Garrett Lochran. Um, yeah, so who, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what he sounds like because everything sounded really good, and they can kind of mix and harmonize stuff on here. So yeah, uh, but the whole arrangement, uh, the flute and the the sax and the, the horns at the end is just beautiful. Um, Awesome, that was like some Quincy Quincy Jones type of stuff, man, yeah. with all the extra instrumentation at the end. Like that was, I don't know, man, I'd, I'd love it. And I could seriously see that being like some sort of contender for awards and stuff. Cause it's like, it covers a lot of ground and he's not like nobody. Um, he's got a million listeners on, on Spotify too. Like I, whenever I saw that, I thought it was going to just be like some random person. Cause I saw the video where it didn't have like a ton of views yet. The, the real, I mean, and yeah. um, he must have just had just posted it or something because he's got a fair amount of followers. But um, yeah, I'm excited about you listening to the entire album. That, like it was hard for me to decide on what song to pick, but that one just because it doesn't have any sort of lead in and it just struck right from the very beginning. I was like, this will be good to start it out with. But um, yeah, that's not even necessarily the best song on the album because like there's a lot of good music on there. I'm excited to listen to this. Um he said it yeah june 23rd is when it came out 30 minute mm-hmm. album 10 songs like oh yeah this is just this is like a ride like i can i can do this on to work and back uh easily so it, it's perfect this is how you make an album in 2023 man yeah it's like 
and, and you'll hear it. Like, I, I want you to listen to it. We can even talk about it next time just to get a little bit more backstory yeah. on it just because it's there's a there's a lot that's going on but it's all within that vibe so it's there's nothing that's going to be like shocking it's just all really really good and um you can't beat that man less than 30 minutes with 10 songs it's perfect it's just mm. yeah good choice man glad you uh you saved her for the pod and um i would have took it anyway though like it, like if you would have yeah. sent that to me i'd have been like oh this is great but uh cool well, well, speaking of what we spoke of last week, we were talking, we touched on a little bit uh, of how we haven't heard the song of the summer and uh, how it's not out yet. But good old, good old complex. Um, I saw it maybe, oh, it was mid afternoon or so. It asked the question Has Georgia Smith put out the song of the summer? And I was like, Well, I got to check it, check this out. I love Georgia Smith. One, um, love oh, me yeah. some Georgia Smith. One of my favorite Tiny Desk uh, performances ever. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. It doesn't get as enough. It doesn't come up in the discussion enough because it's absolutely it's immaculate. Love I love that Tiny Desk. Um, and so the song is called Little Things. And I kind of, I pushed play and then I immediately stopped it. So I heard a few, a few, uh, a few seconds in and I was like, maybe I'll share this with Chris and then we can decide if it has Song of the Summer potential together. So let's both listen to Georgia Smith, Little Things. summer though yeah i'm not sure um it has you know what it reminded me of uh well first off like i, I know georgia's voice so it, it sounded like georgia but uh yep. it reminded me of the the beyonce song from last year the uh the one she put out first um the break my soul just like the pace of it and like just the feel of it is like that's what the i got the vibes of. yeah and it, it is like it's like that UK house sort yeah. of thing going on, so that which that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good comparison. It is kind of it does have some similarities. This one has like more a bit more of like a jazzy sort of like backbeat yeah. to it, but it's like kind of in the same vein with in terms of the just the general sound of it. I like um, the song, but maybe not. Let's let's not crown it yet. <laughs> yeah yeah like it, it doesn't sound like what a song of the summer would sound like it doesn't yeah. even sound like what would be super popular to me right to be completely honest like whenever i think about like what's popular r&b from you know would be like something like SZA or something like that you know what i mean that's like all of her music is super attainable or if even if you went with like a doja cat or somebody like that it's still it's still attainable. You know what I mean? This, like the jazziness of it, like that really appeals to me. 
but it's like it doesn't sound like what I would expect to be on the radio, like heavy. Not here. Yeah, I agree. Um, it doesn't have that like grab you hook uh, and grab you like moment. Um, but it's a good you know, song. Like I, I like it. Um, like I'd be I'd be down to play it again. Throw it on the rotation. Me too. Like it's just a fun fun song. It's a good just like I would say like a good sleeper club song. Like that's like a filler for like yeah. the next song. Like just throw that in. Keeps the the BPMs going, keeps you going and solid. Like I like George, like they said, George is one of my favorite tiny desk ever. So she's never going to do wrong by, uh, by me. So she's good. And like, and this just shows that she has like a lot of range with it and stuff too, but she already kind of does that anyway. Um, she's kind of, she does a little bit of everything in a way in terms of, I mean, it's, it's all within a certain lane, but she does kind of, experiment a little bit with the tempos and different types of stuff but like i always like her i like her whenever she sounds kind of like throwback almost like 90s early 2000s style yeah. like that's some of my favorite georgia smith but um but yeah like i said i can dig stuff like that because it's like i like the pianos and i like the that type of instrumentation um but who knows you never know what's going to take off like you know what i mean like that damn yeah, the is on every single TikTok and reel right now. That's and it's true. like, who would have heard that song otherwise? Um, oh, real quick, this is a good time to bring it up because you would shout it out, Hotel Ugly. Um uh-huh. It might have been last year on the pod as one of your fresh picks. Yeah. And um in that one song, it's it took off. Yeah. Um I heard it out like on it, in like coffee shops and stuff like that. It I, I'm hearing it in the background on like every damn Instagram reel now. Really? Like That's it's cool. it's it's going that route where they're doing a slightly sped up version of it. Yeah, they actually the released a sped up version of it. Did they end up really what do you think about that? Just to touch on that just briefly. It um it pays or like leans towards like the real thing. It's like instant, like a, get to the point. Let's make it fast. Let's on to the next thing. Like I don't know. It it is what it is. I've seen like a lot of different artists do the sped up or slowed down version of it. Uh, I think you even yeah. like who was it? Uh, Tirawak did did something similar to something like that like last year too. Um, but yeah, I mean. I, it's fine if I like the original more, which most likely I, I do. It's just like uh, they're just trying to like get another, get some streams. Yeah, like every once in a while it sounds all right. They do it a lot with the K-pop songs. I've noticed they go real, real meme-ish, and it like it's, it's like you get to squeeze the whole hook into there. Sometimes it does kind of sound cool, and like the, the kids love it, like love yeah. the hell out of it. Like the like the young kids actually like legitimately really really like it. And um, I don't know. We listen to screw music, so I can't can't really judge it, even if it's not yeah. always going to work for me. But um, it also depends yeah. on like what if you see it in a reel, like how how it looks and how it's like portrayed. Uh, that does a lot to like those types of like songs. Is like what are they doing in the reel? Is it funny? Is it cool? Is it does it look like you know a fun time? Like does it have the music that goes along with it? Like sometimes that sped up version just helps it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. But I wanted to give you the the credit and the props on that because I'm looking at it and Shut Up My Mom's Calling has almost 400 million streams now on Spotify. And I swear to you, it was yeah. nowhere. Oh, not at all. 
I mean, it was like small, small. I mean, that yeah. song is two years old, well, three years old. Yeah. And and it, it hadn't taken like that, like not even close whenever you showed me. So you you really got ahead of that one. Um, I'll take full credit. Which is fire. Full credit. Deserve full credit. Yeah. Yeah. You should holler at the band, man. They owe you some merch or something yeah. at least. Cause like you kind of put them on clearly somebody heard this and then they ended up speeding <laughs> it up. They did it on a TikTok, 400 yeah. million streams later. And here we are. I just want to rewind. I haven't seen you in a long time. You got me feeling so lonely. Even when you come through, I can tell that it isn't you. So baby, bring it in closely. Hate the way I love you, but you're so sweet. I always find a way to say the wrong things. I wish that we were laying in the same sheet. But lately you've been acting like you hate me.